Hey, honeys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It is your girl, Chelsea Tans, finally at it with a new podcast episode. We got a fucking lot to catch up on, so I'm going to get into that, and I'm going to drop some major fucking value in this episode. Honestly, I'm coming into this week with fire in my heart, but a little bit slowed down. Um, This is literally me announcing this on here. I sound like this um, because yesterday I had surgery. I went through anesthesia, so it is normal for me to sound sound like I'm like completely losing my voice on top of... just having a super, super busy event weekend. So for three days, I was with my business coaches, a lot of people in my mentorship program, um, just talking business, mindset, breakthroughs. There are a lot of tears. There are a lot of laughs. Um, I got to meet Lane Norton as well as Dan Martell, which are some very, very huge names in the space. Um, So it's all been super, super surreal. Um, But alas, I'm here um, recovering. And now... As soon as I say I got surgery, I find a lot of people like freak out and they're like, oh my God, what happened? Are you okay? For the real OGs that listen to my podcast, you're hearing this first. I literally have not posted this anywhere besides for my clients, but I did just get a boob job yesterday. (laughs) Um, It's been a really long time coming. I've literally thought of this for so freaking long and I'm going to be honest, like I'm just going to fucking call it how it is for a really, really long time. I just like didn't feel like I wanted to post anything about it because I do understand that there's a lot of people with like conflicting ideas about it. And I was just like, I don't care to hear anyone's opinion. I thought this one over and over and over um, before I got it. So I want to kind of start with that and then I'll tell you guys the actual stuff I want to tell you. So when it comes down to like my decision and getting this done, I like... Number one, I think it's fucking fun, like, to change things up, to strive for better, to do things that I've always wanted to do. Um, I think that it's really empowering to love yourself for exactly who you are at any given point. But I don't think that that means that you have to always stay stuck and you can't, like, have fun. Like, I personally love, like, getting Botox. I love getting lip filler. I love putting on makeup. You know, like, girl things. Like, I love changing my hair, getting it cut. And to me, these are all ways of just like expressing yourself and just like making you feel good. But I've had some conversations in the last few weeks and people are like, well, if you weren't insecure and you didn't hate your boobs, you wouldn't want to get them done. And so for me, I'm like, I didn't hate having small boobs, but I fucking wanted boobs. I was like, I want to feel like a woman. I want to feel sexy. And I think that this is a very key part of being a like feminine woman is like, you want to feel like it. And so whatever that feels like for you, that's your own definition. But for me, I'm like, I fucking want titties so bad. Um, And a lot of people are like, well, if you weren't insecure, you wouldn't be buying them. And I was like, okay, well, let's fucking open this up. I was insecure about having small boobs. It wasn't my favorite part. If someone was like, you have to stay with these boobs for the rest of your life, I would have been fine. Like I loved myself regardless. But for me, it really was like stepping into like, understanding that like it's okay to be insecure insecurity is completely fucking normal every human being in the entire world is insecure about something and you shouldn't feel ashamed about that like I don't think insecurity should ever come with shame and just being like I wanted bigger boobs 
<laughs> like that's all it is. I still think that the quote that I've thought in my head over and over is like, you can be happy with where you're at, but never be satisfied. And so when I look at that, it's like, for me, I'm never going to get complacent with my job, with my body, with my career, like with my relationships. Like I think that no matter how good something is, you always have the ability to grow and make something better. And so I literally, that's how I think about it. I'm like, yeah, I fucking got my titties done because I wanted it. So that is how I think about that. And I truly don't think it needs to be a bad thing. But on better, not on a better note, on a more exciting note, people are like, what's more exciting than getting your titties done? Just wait up. So obviously, if you follow me, if you kind of know or have been following the podcast for a bit, every time I go to an event with my mentors um, through PT Domination, meeting, you know, Cole De Silva, Brian Mark, um, all my good peeps, um, if you've listened to those podcasts, it literally is always, 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 always life-changing. Um, and I've realized a lot of things this weekend. And so I want to kind of work through these with you guys because I think um, it's really cool to like hear these takeaways. And I think that they can also apply a lot to you guys as well. So when it comes down to like my ultimate dream, I want so badly to speak on stages, to share my story, maybe fucking have a TED talk. I've always saw myself in front of an audience, um, being able to like just really share and like inspire. And, and I really feel passionate about having an impact on people's lives. And I remember even growing up, like people would text me for advice, like the most random people, they'd be like, Hey, I know we've never really talked. Um, but I feel like you're the only person I can come to. This is something that's happened or this is how I'm feeling. Um, and I just wanted your advice on that. And I just wanted to talk to you about that. And that was always something that I held so close to me. I'm like, call me pretty, whatever. Call me hot, whatever. Tell me you have a nice butt, whatever. But when people come to me and they feel like I'm a safe space and they feel like they can be vulnerable, that to me is fucking everything. And so coming into where I'm at now, I'm like, I really understand that I have the ability to impact these women's lives and, and men too. But, you know, I obviously predominantly work with women. But I always wanted to like have this impact. And so this weekend, we're going through so many different things with people around me. And it was it's funny because I was like, I have so much advice for every single person in this room. I just want to like talk to everybody. I just want to like give me the fucking mic was like where I was at. And it was cool for me to realize that there was one point where Cole handed me the mic said something to say, but then they ended up having to take it away because of we didn't have enough time. He was like, sorry, we don't have enough time. We have to move on to the next because we always went over time on every single person's speech. And so I knew it was nothing personal, but like that was like the biggest analogy for me to be like, I want to speak. And the second you get the opportunity, it always felt like it's gotten taken away, not from other people, but I've been taking it from myself and I've been silencing myself a lot. And if you guys know me on social media, I'll fucking yap your ear off on my stories all day long. But when it comes down to, you know, people inviting me on podcasts, um, people, you know, just asking me for advice or even the ability to speak to people, I oftentimes I feel like I don't take them. And in order to become an authority in a space where public speaking is, you know, a big thing, I need to fucking like start on a grand scheme. Someone's not just going to come and hand you a mic and say, here, find your voice. You're now an authority without you being able to have the mini conversations with everybody else in the room first. And so this was like, hit me and I was like, holy fuck, I need to have more of these small conversations. And, you know, I have my live streams in my client group, you know, I help my clients, obviously, and, 
And as much as this can be like energetically consuming, there is a lot of the time where I'm like, I could have given advice to this person, but I missed my opportunity. And so it's cool to me to be like, in order to find your voice and in order to get the things that you want, you need to start working at them at the smallest scale possible. If you want to be fucking Oprah Winfrey, that's not going to come by you just waiting for it to happen. You need to work at it in increments. And so when it comes to my big vision and something that I had a massive, massive, you know, breakthrough at the end of the day was like, I now understand really what my purpose is because I, for the longest time, thought that I wanted to help women to find their light, break through limiting beliefs and like really be able to get to where, where I know that they're deserving. A lot of other women don't know what they're deserving of yet. But my goal is to teach them that. And so what I've noticed through time is that I thought that I was working so hard towards the women who used to be in my position or who are in the position I used to be in. But I've realized now it has more to do with where my mom is now. So for those of you who don't know me, for those of you who maybe are new here, I have always had, I'm never going to say a bad relationship with my mom. I've always had a good relationship with her. But we've had our fair share of difficulties when it comes down to addiction um, and just like custody battles, just, you know, fun stuff. Um, but she recently relapsed a few years ago, which has kind of dug a wedge in our relationship. And I'm starting to learn more and more. I'm like, I have a lot of resentment. I have a lot of healing to do around this. But my why has less to do with who I am and more to do with helping women like her. Because we go into prisons, addiction centers, school even, and nobody is teaching you these things. I'm teaching women who are, you know, two times, three times the age of me, and they're like blown away because they've never heard these concepts. And it's not their fucking fault because in order to become a high value person, you need to be like built and needs to be taught. And so some, a quote I just thought of, and I'm going to live by this, is high level people are built, not born. You don't just come out of the womb understanding how to be a high-level person, knowing what integrity is, having confidence, and building out all these habits. That's not how it goes. And honestly, if you see someone and you're like, oh, it seems so natural to them, I can literally promise you they probably went through a lot of trauma or a lot of learning to get to the point that they're at now. So my voice is just so strained. But I want to get this message across. So Getting into it, I'm like, I want to be the change that, like, can make a new curriculum for school that can go into, you know, prisons and addiction centers and, like, allow people to have the same opportunity that I do. <clears throat> I think when you look at it at, say, starting in elementary school, a lot of kids, you know, whether they're bullying, whether they're jealous, regardless, a lot of it is streamlined down generations. So whatever their mom does, that's what they inherit. And... Honestly, not to blame. Honestly, yeah, I'm going to blame the school system. If we had been taught different in school, things would be different. And I understand that, you know, the schooling system, I don't 100% agree with. I never really have. But I think that now coming into it is like, why can't that change? We look at these things and we think that these rules and these societal values are solidified without us understanding that we get to challenge these. And that's the most exciting thing about life in a whole is like, any rule that you think that you've been taught, anything that you feel like is like, oh, I can't do that is like, I want you to ask yourself, like, who says? 
who has ever come along and said there can never be a change in the school curriculum, there will never be a change to addiction, everyone that's on the street is just fucked for the rest of their life, and there's nothing we can do to help them. Because I know firsthand through experience with a lot of people in my life and my mother, if you've gone through any kind of adversity that has maybe like ruined your credit, that maybe you lost some jobs, maybe you got evicted, and maybe you're just caught up with the wrong people, your chance at having a new version of life is so skewed because society almost puts it so it's impossible for you to get your feet back on the ground. And obviously there is programs out there now. I know that there's, I'm not the first person to think of this. Um, but it's really sad, honestly, to see. And even in the way that we treat homeless people or we treat people who are lesser than, it, like, really breaks my heart. And I understand that, like, I also fucking used to be that person that I would see people on the street and it, I would have so much resentment. I'd be like, fucking get a job, do better. But that's because I had so much resentment towards my mom and the situation because I was like, why can't you just choose different? And the fact is, is, like, People only choose what they know to choose. If you knew that pineapple went on pizza and you never learned anything different, it does not matter how many times you eat pizza, maybe you would never think to have it with pepperoni. Do you know what I mean? And so it's really about like questioning everything that's around you. Question the rules that are set in place. Question the limitations you put on yourself. Question why you fucking want to do the things that you do. Because honestly, you guys, when I hit this breakthrough, I looked at my... Well, Kirsten, those of you who know me know Kirst. Um, I looked at Kirsten and I like started bawling and I was telling her about this and I was like, my biggest fear in life is that I will wake up one day and have lost my mom without having the ability to give her a new chance at life. And a lot of people will listen to this and be like, dude, it's not your fucking problem. Like, you're not here to save your mom. And I get that. I'm not trying to save her. I'm trying to teach women a new way. And I understand that if someone did it for me, I can do it for them. It might not work for everyone. And I know that for a fact, they're going to need to want it for themselves before any change happens. But I do know on a grand scheme of things that I have so much value and I have so much knowledge and it's only going up from here that I can impact these people's lives. And so... That is that is really what I'm walking away from this event with. Um, but I also have some quotes that I want to share. I'm keeping this podcast short today because your girl's voice is dying. Um, and I wanted to just check in, say hi. I missed the podcast last week because your girl was fucking all over the place. But good things are happening. Big things are happening. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So what I want to share with you guys are some quotes um, that really fucking stuck with me, to be honest. Um, so I think number one, if anything, is I want you guys to remember that, okay, this is, this is the quote. When things get hard, don't wish they were easier. Wish you were better. And I love this because a lot of us go through hard things in life, especially, you know, maybe if you battled addiction, maybe if you went through the party phase, maybe you're just trying to get your life back in order a lot of us are like, fuck, I wish this wasn't hard. Don't wish that it wasn't hard. Wish that you had the ability to grow through it. And that's really what this is about, right? So that stuck with me, which I fucking loved so much. That was actually from Dan Martell. Instantly, as soon as I saw that, I was like, holy fuck, I'm buying his book. And so I immediately, <laughs> I immediately bought his book. Um, and I'm super excited to read it. I know I'm going to get a lot of value from that in itself. 
So that was a really big thing. In terms of other things that we kind of went through and learned was just like understanding clarity and, and what you want out of life, understanding clarity and why you're doing the things that you're doing and understanding that your integrity to yourself is the most important thing. I think a lot of people, when they think integrity are like, I don't know what you think integrity is, but integrity defined this weekend was being the same person that you are in front of people in private. If I say that I do certain things on my social media, oh, I wake up at 4 a.m., I wake up at 4 a.m., then that means when my 4 a.m. Alarm, alarm comes on, I'm not just going to snooze it for five more minutes because I tell people I wake up at 4 and I'm being the same person in front of you and I'm being the same person when it's just me. And that's truly what that integrity is. So coming home with this fire, I have so many new ideas. And if you're my client, I've, I've already started building out all something really cool. I'm not going to give any beans away, but if you're my client, your life is literally about to change and I'm taking this program to a completely different fucking level. I understand. I just came out of surgery, but I'm so excited. I literally woke up and it's the first thing I started doing. So that being said, you guys, I really want this to be... I want this to be a podcast that inspires you. I want this to be a podcast that allows you to think about all of the things that could be possible. I want this to be a podcast that helps you push the boundaries and push the rules that society has put on you. And I want you to get curious in everything that you do want or, or say in life. I want you to get really fucking curious and I want you to push yourself to pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, but also taking new steps every single week to becoming the person that you and I both know that you deserve to become. So if you guys found value in this podcast, I would super love you if you could reach out, give it a five-star review, whatever the frick you want to do, but your support seriously means the world to me, and I hope that you all have the best day of your entire life. Peace. Hustle. 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 Hustle.